everyone to Tech Investment Insights, where we interview exciting companies, products, creating disruptions and innovations in the technology world. Today, we'll be speaking with Ryan Taylor, who is the CEO of the Dash Core Group. We'll be discussing the Dash Core Group, the Dash cryptocurrency, as well as general trends right now in the cryptocurrency sector. And so with that, uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Taylor, for uh, joining us today. Thank you for having me on. Wonderful. And so we'll dive right in. Uh, so Dash is currently one of the largest cryptocurrencies out there, I believe. Current rankings have has it as uh, number 15 on the uh, largest uh, market cap cryptos. So in short, uh, what exactly is Dash? Um, how did it come to be? And compared to other cryptocurrencies, what kind of features and attributes make it, make it uh, stand out among cryptos? Sure. So Dash is a payments-focused digital currency. We're very focused on ease of use and really building a cryptocurrency that is designed for transactions um, and optimized for that use case. Um, a lot of cryptocurrencies can take a long time to confirm a transaction um, and reach the level of security that's needed in order for the recipient to know that those funds are, are, are going to be received. Um, and so we've done a lot of work around addressing that issue. Dash transactions uh, take place in about a second and a half, and they are instantly respendable. Uh, that's really important because it, it's not truly uh, instant like cash if it takes time before you can then safely respend uh, those funds. And so it, Dash is, is really the most useful cryptocurrency when it comes to uh, the point of sale, where 97% of all transactions still occur today. Um, and so when, when you compare transaction times with, with, say, Bitcoin of anywhere from 10 minutes to 40 minutes, say, uh, depending on network congestion, um, it really addresses a, a large number of use cases that other cryptocurrencies can't. Uh, it also features very low transaction costs. A uh, typical Dash transaction is about a 20th of a penny. So it's wow. very, very cheap, very fast, uh, and very user-friendly. Okay, I see. Um, and, yeah, it sounds like, um, a lot of these are innovations that the Sodash originally came from as a fork of Bitcoin. So it sounds like these are significant differentiations from uh, Bitcoin itself. And so one thing uh, about Dash that stands out is that it seems to be uh, governed through something called decentralized autonomous organization, in particular utilizing master nodes. And so what, what exactly is that and how does that affect the use of Dash and uh, how does it work in general? Right. Well, uh, these technologies are, are decentralized in nature. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, true cryptocurrencies are decentralized, meaning that no one person controls uh, the uh, network itself. And that has advantages and disadvantages. Um, one of the advantages is it, it's very, very resilient um, against attackers um, there's very low risk that any one person or entity could, could take control of the network in any fashion. 
but one of the downsides is it's very difficult to coordinate a strategy, a direction, um, and resolve conflict on the network. And, and the result is even very simple decisions, seemingly simple decisions like whether or not the block uh, size or capacity on the network should be changed has led to other cryptocurrencies literally splitting apart into multiple different versions. Um, this has happened with Bitcoin several times. Bitcoin split into Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin uh, a couple years back. Um, Bitcoin Cash community itself couldn't agree on certain attributes and, and it ended up splitting in half. And so now you have Bitcoin SV. Um, there's just a, a governance issue there that if you can't resolve very simple uh, disputes, it's very difficult to change and evolve and improve. And so we viewed this as a critically important component to get right uh, very early on. And so how do you take advantage of decentralization but also provide a path to conflict resolution and we came up with something that does that and much more. Um, our governance system is one in which um, masternodes that we haven't talked about yet um, mm -hmm. basically act a bit like shareholders. They have to hold a certain amount of Dash. It's a 1,000 Dash uh, requirement in order to run a masternode. Um, masternodes provide... Uh, a lot of the services that differentiate Dash on the network in a very secure way. Um, mm -hmm. But they also get a vote. Um, they uh, get to vote on uh, what we call our proposal system. Mm -hmm. Anyone can submit a proposal to the Dash network. Um, that can uh, be for funding. Uh, a certain portion of the new coins that are created each year is set aside for funding these proposals. Uh -huh. um, and the network itself votes on those, and the highest ranking proposals pay out. Uh -huh. And this is where Dash Core Group gets its funding from. We're one of many organizations that serve the need of the network. We do uh -huh. some important work with software development, business development, marketing, um, and uh, we get our funding from the network itself. Um, if the network doesn't like the direction that we're headed, it can defund us. Uh, there's other mechanisms by which they can have an influence over what we pursue. Uh, but this system can also be used to resolve these contentious issues. We mm -hmm. wanted to increase our own block size, held a vote, and within 24 hours we had an answer. And the network had a direction to move forward with cohesively. And so the result is we don't really have a lot of the drama that plays out on social media and Reddit and, uh, you know, have these, these endless discussions about things. We're able to, we have a path to resolving disputes. And we also have a path for, towards uh, funding the project itself through this governance mechanism. And um, I think it's very efficient. When you think about Bitcoin's protocol, it says 100% of the block reward goes towards mining, no matter what, no matter how much money that is. And mm -hmm. mining secures the network, but that isn't the only need of a network. 
You mm-hmm. need infrastructure. You need legal work. You need developers. You need business development. And so we just recognized that this was a need and developed the governance structure around it in order to provide that those resources where they're needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely sounds like a very transformational change, especially you know, compared to Bitcoin, let alone many other cryptocurrencies out there. Um, we definitely often hear about these proposals uh, uh, either being delayed for forever or resulting in in uh, all kinds of different uh, situations, such as forks or splits. And so um, that's so among uh, Dash's other distinctive features, uh, its privacy is also one of those. And so it appears in Dash that transactions can have the option of becoming completely private and untraceable. So how exactly does that work, and what effect do you think it has uh, on Dash and Juice? Well, uh, yes, this is actually one of the first features that we uh, deployed on the network back in 2014, and we've made improvements to it over the years. Um, Private Send is an implementation of a technology called CoinJoin. Um, Our blockchain itself is exactly like Bitcoin's in the sense that it is completely transparent. You can actually... Uh, see all the inputs and outputs to a transaction. You can see the amounts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so legally, uh, you know, Dash is an identical copy of Bitcoin's blockchain. Um, and in fact, CoinJoin implementations have been uh, done within certain wallets on the Bitcoin network as well. Um, Private Send is our branded implementation of CoinJoin. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it is very easy to use. You basically hit a button and uh, your, your funds are mixed with the funds of other users and, and returned back to your wallet in a secure fashion. Your, your coins are never outside of your control. And uh, this can offer a greater level of privacy than uh, the default method of using Bitcoin or Dash. And uh, the benefits are, you know, I I think there's security benefits for users. Um, They, you know, we've Mm -hmm. we've seen situations in which people have been attacked or targeted by a roommate um, or an acquaintance of theirs who became aware through a transaction that they, uh, that this target had a significant amount of cryptocurrency and, you know, Uh, it, it really is a safety issue to be able to protect your balances from others being able to view it. And so uh, we integrated this directly into our desktop wallets and, and people have the option, though um, not required, um, to uh, utilize that feature. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've made uh, a, a number of improvements to it to make it uh, more difficult to uh, decipher the transactions, um, but ultimately we do have a, a, a transparent blockchain, which allows us to be treated similar to to Bitcoin when it comes to regulatory concerns. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow, that's certainly an impressive uh, impressive feature. And so, so overall, um, you already talked about this a little bit before in terms of the Dash core group's uh, relation to Dash as well as uh, funding and activities and et cetera. 
Um, but can you just uh, go over again? So, what, what exactly is Dash Core Group, and how precisely is it related to the actual Dash in circulation? And uh, what do you all do to support Dash's uh, activities? Yeah, so Dash Core Group is um, an organization uh, that was formed to service uh, the Dash network. Um, it is certainly not the only one, but it is uh, the largest. Um, we employ around uh, 45 employees and contractors, uh, mostly in development, but we also perform business development, marketing, legal, and, and other work for the network. Um, and uh, Dash Core Group is pretty unique within the ecosystem because we have set up a trust and have issued all the shares in Dash Core Group Inc. to that trust. And the trust beneficiaries are the network itself. So it's the closest thing we can be to being network-owned entity. We don't have a profit incentive for obvious reasons. Um, and uh, and so we're here to basically serve the needs of the network, whatever they may be. Mm -hmm. um, we also allow the trust uh, protectors to be elected by the network. And so we hold an annual election. Uh, those people are installed in their roles, and they basically act as shareholders of Dash Core Group on behalf of the network that they're representing. Okay, and wow. so uh, in, in a sense, we're, we're owned by the network in, for all practical purposes and uh, uh, are incentivized to serve its needs. Th mm -hmm. This really contrasts with some of these other networks where uh, their funding is from donations from companies that may have a vested interest in certain outcomes. Mm -hmm. And so it really makes the Dash network very independent. And it makes sure that the funding is going towards things that the network itself and the users support. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wow, I mean, that certainly sounds like a really uh, – I think that makes it much clearer the role the Dash group, uh, core group plays within Dash's network as well as the, uh, the trust you uh, mentioned as well. Um, so in terms yeah, of it's pretty interesting. People, people frequently will misquote and say, uh, Ryan Taylor, CEO of Dash. Well, Dash doesn't have a CEO. It's mm -hmm. the, the Dash DAO or decentralized organization, it is mm -hmm. organized through the protocol itself. It is organized through the network itself. Mm -hmm. And Dash Core Group is a contractor to the network, mm -hmm. and we're not the only one. There's teams in Venezuela and Colombia and Europe and all over the world that are working towards Dash adoption. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all collaborate with one another and, and are working towards the same goal, but there's a lot of different organizations service, serving the ne network, and there is no CEO of the network. Mm -hmm. Yep, indeed, and certainly for at least some cryptos out there, that's one thing that makes them so unique is the fact that um, – their governors, their governors is not centralized in a, a single institution. It's uh, under a set of rules that is by the users who are part of it. Um, for these cryptos, different in that regard. But um, and so, in terms of that specifically, so it's use by people out there, so by individuals, companies, businesses, uh, institutions, 
And so why do people utilize Dash, would you say? Um, and how is it utilized? And where do you see all of this going? Like, where do you see Dash becoming in the future in terms of uh, its uses? Well, Dash is, um, as I said earlier, a payments-focused digital currency. And so we're really focused on adoption and actual use case. Um, you know, increasingly, I think that Bitcoin is, is being positioned as a store of value, as digital gold, and it implies that you don't really transact with it <laughs> because the transaction fees are high, it's slow. Uh, we're really aiming for the market that Bitcoin is leaving behind, which is people that want to use this as part of their daily lives and actually utilize it as a currency. And so in Venezuela, we're um, really leading the, the way in terms of uh, actual adoption. We have teams on the ground there that provide a help desk for users that provide merchant onboarding that um, are integrating new services. And Dash is currently accepted at a couple thousand locations in oh, wow. Venezuela, including the largest department store, Traki. Um, we've got some, some great announcements coming up. Uh, Church's Chicken Countrywide accepts it. And so we're starting to get integrated directly into point of sales and in large merchants. Mm -hmm. And that makes cryptocurrency really useful for people, especially that are living under hyperinflation like that. It's a mm -hmm. stable payment method that works. Mm -hmm. um, we're also focused on remittances. We've gotten uh, Dash paired with various currencies throughout Latin America, and that allows people to remit money uh, mm -hmm. back home. We're seeing a lot of remittances back to Venezuela from uh, people that have fled the economic situation there uh, mm -hmm. for other countries. Um, we're really focused on chargebacks, high chargeback uh, industries like gaming, online travel. Uh, these are areas that we're seeing a lot of adoption. There are a couple dozen gaming sites that have integrated Dash. Just like cash transactions, digital currency transactions cannot be reversed. Um, and so it is a lot like handing over cash to someone. Uh, the, you're basically dependent on the merchant honoring a uh, request for your, your money back. And that has a good purpose in high chargeback industries, um, you know, where there's a lot of consumer fraud, where people claim that a transaction wasn't theirs. Mm -hmm. um, and there's other strategies as well that we're pursuing, but uh, that should give you an idea. We're kind of targeting use cases where digital currency adds value, um, where it is really well positioned and there's a need um, there that, that digital currencies can fill better than other payment methods. And what we're seeing is people use us because of the user experience. We integrated with Travala in partway through July, and we were the second largest cryptocurrency on the platform behind only Bitcoin. Oh, wow. um, we uh, are most months used more often at the point of sale in uh, Venezuela than Bitcoin is, a, a coin that has 185 times our market cap. Mm -hmm. um, AnyPay, a payment processor that accepts a lot of different cryptocurrencies, we're the number one coin. Mm -hmm. um, in platform after platform where digital currency is being used for payments, 
Dash is number one or number two on every one of them that I'm aware of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's incredible and certainly fits in well with the, the news that uh, Dash's uh, median transaction value has uh, gone from, I believe, uh, hundreds or even uh, over $1,000 in some points in the past to now much more reflective of day-to-day -day transactions, in my opinion. Um, that's right. The average... Average transaction size last quarter was about twenty dollars. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so that is not uh, speculative trading. That's actual use. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense, and certainly we'll we'll see how that uh, continues to uh, to develop. Um, in, in terms of cryptos overall, because now there's you know the crypto world has been undergoing massive changes, and certainly Dash is a part of uh, that. The entire world and in the currents that are currently affecting it. So, what where do you see the cryptocurrency world currently headed? Like, what are the most, uh, in your opinion, uh, worthwhile technological business regulatory trends worth watching and uh, keeping an eye on? Well, certainly the Libra introduction. Yeah. Have, to the conversation has really elevated mm -hmm. uh, the conversation to uh, international stage at this point in terms of how mm -hmm. to deal with cryptocurrencies. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen reports from the, the U.S. government that you know there really is a need to standardize the way that a lot of countries um, are grappling with regulations around cryptocurrencies because there's such a diverse response right now that makes it very difficult uh, for businesses and individuals to adopt it. Um, and so I, I think the, the conversations are just now really beginning. Mm -hmm. um, at the same time, I think you've seen a lot of institutions get involved. Uh, Fidelity has started Bitcoin trading for um, you know, a select set of institutional investors. Uh, BACT is a new exchange from Intercontinental Exchange that is launching. Um, you've seen TD Ameritrade begin to offer this. Uh, I've had meetings with some of the world's largest asset managers um, because they're very interested in learning more about these technologies and how it can benefit them to integrate and there's a big generational shift happening here. Young people are very comfortable with the idea of digital assets. They grew up with gaming consoles and uh, V-Bucks and things like that, that, that they, and, and digital assets that they can trade with their friends. And they're very comfortable with the idea that these digital assets have value. And attracting those types of clients is really important. Look at what Cash App is doing from Square. Uh, they're allowing users to trade Bitcoin directly in their, their uh, wallets. And so I, I see the trend continuing that institutions are becoming more and more involved. I think that the government is beginning to pay attention and um, beginning to figure out ways that they can regulate it with the recognition that this is really something that mm -hmm. can't be banned. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I think that there's going to be tremendous pressure that builds in order to see uh, regulations standardized um, in, in a way that allows this to continue to grow. That makes sense. I mean, it seems like every every month in the crypto world, there's a new development, and certainly what crypto looks like now is very different from how it looked two years ago, one year ago, five years ago, and I'm sure in a few years it looked very different as well um, from all those standpoints. And so thank you so much. We have uh, never – we have never take, – take, take this as a takeaway. We have mm-hmm. never seen a change occur mm-hmm. as rapidly to the definition of money in history. We've used shells. We've used little disks made of metal. We've used sheets of paper. We've used all kinds of different things. And nothing has undergone the rate of adoption of digital cash. And I really think that we're on the precipice of a huge change to our money systems. And I think a lot of people would agree with that. And we will see in the upcoming years how that statement plays out in in the world. Um, Yeah, sounds great. Thank you uh, so much, uh, Mr. Ryan Taylor, uh, CEO of the Dash Core Group um, and the Dash cryptocurrency as described, a variety of privacy and master node features. And uh, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to this edition of Tech Investment Insights, the executive interview series. And we look forward to continuing to provide you with insights into the tech world from such.